Welcome to the One Climbs Podcast, a show about exploring life through the lens of theology, scripture, symbolism, and ideas that uplift the human mind. ago I was on a walk with my family we were just kind of going around the neighborhood and we happened to pass one of our neighbors that we hadn't met before and he he said hey how's it going guys and and we said hey and he goes hey would you guys like to try some uh some Turkish food we said oh yeah actually that'd be pretty cool we were just going on a walk said hey can we circle back around and uh, come check out what you've got and he goes oh yeah sure i'll be here so we started walking uh, we ran into a couple of our other neighbors and they wanted to show us uh, what had been going on in their backyard and we've been talking for a long time of them a visit we had just never gone over there so we decided to to stop by just real quick and it ended up uh, a while and we sat there and talked with him for a little bit. And so, but the whole time I was kind of worrying about this other neighbor who was so kind as to invite us over. And so I was hoping that he would still be there. So as we left this neighbor's house, I said, let's just head back towards home and not do the full walk like we'd planned. Cause, uh, I'd like to talk to these guys. I'd feel bad making them think that we just bailed on them. And so, so we went back and sure enough, uh, the dad, he was still there. And he invited his family out and they shared some, uh, some different treats and things with us. And, and we got talking and, and, uh, introduced our families. And I told him, Hey, I was, I was glad you stayed out here. I didn't want you to think we bailed on you. And he said, well, I, he said, I almost gave up on you for a minute there. <laughs> I wasn't sure you guys were coming back. And so I said, Hey, I'm glad you waited. And so, uh, our families ended up kind of parting ways. They went back inside, uh, my wife and, and a couple of my kids, they went back home. And, and so I ended up sitting out there talking to him for like two hours. <laughs> so we had this long conversation about, uh, religion and politics. And he, he told me he was, he was Muslim and, uh, a little bit about what his family experienced and, and, uh, whatnot. And it was a really great discussion. I told him I was, um, with interfaith efforts in my faith community, and I'd really like to get with somebody uh, in his leadership and, and have a conversation with them. And so we we left it at that, and I wanted to set up that meeting, but all kinds of things happened. The holidays happened, and it, it fell by the wayside. So yesterday I was thinking about it again and sent him a text, and I said, hey, I just wanted to touch base with you again. And and I knew that Ramadan was coming up. I thought it would be interesting to get maybe a, a story or like an explanation of Ramadan and, and some of the parallels between um, fasting they have that could kind of parallel with some of the things that we practice. And it'd be cool to publish something like that on our stake website and in our stake social media. That's kind of what I do. I said, hey, you want to... Uh, could you set up a lunch with whoever's in your leadership there and, and we can meet for lunch? So we scheduled something and I yeah, just got back from that lunch a couple hours ago and, and man, we just had a really good discussion. It was, it was just, it was really fun to kind of hear their stories about how they, they had to flee Turkey and, and come here and how hard it's been. And 
the difficulties with learning the language and the culture and um, completely new environment without the support group, just far, far away and, and how difficult it was, but how much they've loved being here and in the opportunities that they've had. And we, we talked about how we could help one another as religious communities and came up with some different ideas and, you know, they shared some really cool insights from their theology. One little story that he shared that I thought was kind of cool was he said that, that they have this story of, a um, of three different ways that you can react to things in life kind of fight in this story. So you got a man sitting down at a table and another man comes up and slaps him in the back of the head and across from him, he'll get up and slap the man who slapped the, his friend in the head because he perceives that he's being attacked and he's trying to defend him. He says the next level up from that is the, the man who gets slapped in the back of the head is, Oh, this is a message from God. So he turns around and to see who the messenger is, the messenger who just made this message from God in the form of a slap in the head. Cause he was explaining how they, the all events and things as as uh, messages from God. And then you have the third level would be the man gets slapped in the back of the head, but he doesn't turn around to look and see who it is because it doesn't matter because what matters is, is that it's a message from God and to, and to contemplate what that means. And it, it's a story, but it, it illustrates in a, a pretty dramatic way, the different ways that we can approach the things that happen to us. And, and so I said, that reminded me a lot of, um, of this one account I read from Ian Barber, where he talked about everything in life, everything that happens to you being interpreted as God communicating to you and he's speaking to us through all of the things that happen to us in life. And we reply through our own actions. And so just the living of daily life becomes this conversation with God and, and how it's such an important thing for people to realize and to incorporate into their, their own personal with God is, is realizing that he's in and through everything in ways that I don't think we fully understand that his presence and his, his will and his influence is far more um, active around us than we realize. So those, those were kind of cool things that we could, we could kind of talk about and identify with. And we talked about the importance of really finding ways to build on our own common beliefs and in the, that we have in common. And I said, you know, sometimes I think we can be skeptical of each other. I said, you know, we're a proselyting religion. We send out missionaries and, you know, we talk to our friends and neighbors and we share our faith with them. And, and, you know, we're happy when people join our church and share our beliefs. That's part of our own faith is sharing what we have. But of that in the way of us being other people and respecting what they have. And if, if somebody doesn't have to come around to our way of thinking, you know, we don't shun them. Um, we still learn from each other. You know, we share what we have to the degree we can. But when I, I asked him a question, I was like, you know, I, I like to ponder the idea of what can I do as a Latter-day Saint to help my, my Muslim brother grow in his relationship with God? What can I do support him in that journey? And how can my Muslim brother support me in, in my own journey? And I think of our foundational way of thinking kind of started off from that point. That, that would create a, a radically different 
relationship, I, I think, in a way of understanding. And I shared with them this experience I had with my neighbors uh, where I used to live. They were from a, a Christian denomination that, that uh, I guess you could say traditionally can be very combative with us and us with them, you know, both ways. <laughs> and so, uh, but they, they, these neighbors came over and introduced themselves. They brought us cookies. I went over there and I talked to them and, uh, they, so you're Latter-day Saints, right? And I said, yeah, we are. And he said, Oh, cool. Did you serve a mission? And I said, yeah, I did. And asked if my wife did. I said, well, she didn't, but she went on some really interesting kind of mission trips and, and, uh, had some of those experiences. And, um, and, and we kind of were discussing those things about relatives that had gone on missions and, and whatnot. And, and we were having a really good conversation and we had just moved into this new house and I kind of felt like, you know what, there, there's always, it, it seems like there's these, ob, these, uh, these obstacles in between people of, of faith. And I hate those types of things. I don't like them to be there. So I just said, you know, let's start this thing off on the right foot. I'm thinking in my mind. So I just said, Hey, I can tell you guys are really active in your church. She played the piano in her church. And uh, I'm like, it's, it's obvious and clear that you are, you are faithful people and, and you love the Lord. And I said, I just want you to know that you should feel completely comfortable to live your faith around me and my family. Like if you want to praise Jesus, if you want to talk about God, if you want to do any, like any, just the way that you feel with the, the, your friends at church, I want you to know that I uh, feel that comfortable talking with us because I value what other religions have and, and think that there's so much we can share with one another. And I said, I love the freedom to practice my religion openly and, and my beliefs. And, and, uh, I don't want you to feel constrained and I don't want to be constrained. So I think great neighbors, cause we both seem like people who will respect each other in that way. And it was, uh, they were some of our, <laughs> they were some of our best neighbors ever. Um, we hung out with them and, uh, you know, we'd go to the temple and they'd babysit our kids. We'd come back to the temple and, and they say, Oh, Hey, how was the temple? And we'd talk about the temple and, and a little bit about what we did there and, and what it meant to us. And they were always super respectful of that we went to church with them, um, on a couple occasions. And I actually, uh, something that their pastor had said inspired, um, some pretty major things that I, that I did in elders quorum to help our uh, home teachers at the time, the old lingo, but I still, I still today, um, that pastor said some things that really changed my whole paradigm on how to pe help people grow spiritually. And that I find myself discussing at least several times a year. And even as recently as a couple of years ago, I was having a conversation with somebody about it. And so, you know, I, I think the interactions we have with people of, of different faith traditions as us, far more than it does harm us or hurt us. I think if your objective is to build faith and help others build faith and help people grow where they are, that's one of the most valuable things that, that we can do. And I, I really appreciate my stakes willingness and really strong emphasis on trying to encourage interfaith activities and conversations and, and things like that. Cause uh, that's something I'm pretty passionate about myself I guess uh, I didn't really think of a main message for the podcast today, but if, if there was a main message, if there was one thing I could, I could leave you with as an encouragement is to, is to just reach out to your neighbors, no matter who they are, 
somebody believes differently than you or looks like they they come from a background that's that's maybe very different to your than yours what i what i would suggest doing uh, just from my experience is it makes it a lot easier on you and and this is just one of the benefits i'm not saying this is the main reason why you would do this but it's so much easier to live in peace and harmony with other people when they're comfortable with your faith and and um, your traditions and i think the best way of ensuring that is by taking the lead and extending the hand of fellowship telling them that you're to support them in their own faith and their their own belief in whatever it is that that they have that you value that you value them as a neighbor and that you you want them to feel comfortable expressing themselves in the things that that are, are meaningful to them and you know certainly we have we have many different many different ways of looking at things some of them can be you know some of the things that people can believe in one group can be a sin in another group or they could be uh, different practices that are that are sometimes incompatible and those types of things yeah they do happen but i think we can work through those things our neighbors knew that uh, we lived these principles of the word of wisdom and they knew that we didn't drink and they, they respected that and and there were there have been many neighbors who've done things that that i didn't necessarily agree with but i still respected them you know i'm not gonna shun them and never talk to them again but we can definitely have these conversations and and uh yeah you know just we can learn a lot from each other but at the very least we can develop a brotherhood and uh uh, a feeling of mutual appreciation and that at the end of the day if we truly believe that we're all children of god think we'll we'll at least treat one another better and we don't uh, we don't have to accept every single tenet of what somebody believes to have a good relationship and a good uh, you know daily life and a friendship with with other people um, we can understand our differences and acknowledge our differences um to one degree or another we might not even respect some of the things that we're different about but we can still get along i think we can still function in society and and work together and and that's pretty i think that's pretty amazing it's always fun to see when when those types of things happen but as long as there there is that mutual respect and offering it first even even when you're like let's say you have the feeling that you want to testify to somebody about something I found that it's always more effective. Um, I wouldn't say always. Sometimes I can sound kind of absolutist in my my talking, but I found that it's helpful to first invite someone to share their own witness of God or what God's done in their life, and and uh, so I'll say, you know, hey, I hope it's not too personal, but I really appreciate hearing other people have experienced with God to me and and um would you feel comfortable sharing with me like how you how you came to know that there is a god or he means to you and and just you know the stories that people share and, and what they say and god has touched so many people all of us each and one of every one of us we're we're all his children but you invite that and when you give someone the the ability to share their beliefs like that their testimony of god the spirit comes and often will invite you to reciprocate in your way. Like, what, what's your witness? What do you know? And ever once in my life, I had that turned into a negative experience. It's always been an overwhelmingly positive experience. Because then you're not preaching at people. 
nobody likes to be preached at, even in church, if it's your own people. Some people, they, they, they don't like being, you know, somebody coming and getting in their face with something. And that may not be what you're intending, but that's how it feels uh, sometimes. But, um, you can invite someone first and then they invite back. Maybe they won't invite back, but everyone always appreciates the fact that someone is allowing them to be heard and that someone's willing to uh, accept their personal experiences and, and values them. And to me, that means that means like light years more than simply testifying at somebody. Instead, you're testifying with them. You're both witnessing of God. And, and I think that's a rare thing to see because usually we're, we spend time talking at each other and shooting things at each other instead of inviting and drawing out from another person and drawing out from each other. And um, just find that to be just so much more in uh, enriching and um, effective in, in building those bonds that I think, think please God and that he must smile at when he sees us working together that way. So, hey, that's all I got for you today. I just wanted to share some of those thoughts. So, hey, take care of yourselves out there and we'll talk to you again soon.